Hello and welcome to the Smarter Online Marketing Podcast. I'm Alison Christie and in each episode I'll be giving you tips to help you improve and scale your online marketing so you can reach more clients and make more sales. This is the Smarter Online Marketing Podcast with Alison Christie and it's episode number two. Today we are looking at planning out your Facebook ad campaign without going anywhere near Ads Manager. Okay, so in today's episode, I'm talking about planning your Facebook ad campaigns before you even get into Ads Manager. We're going to look at the steps you need to take to plan out your campaign and start your campaign off strong. Now, the first part is setting some goals and getting clear on those goals right from the start. Without those goals, well, you'll be spending money on ads, but how do you know what success looks like? What are you measuring it against? Now, ad campaigns are no different from most other things in business and, well, yeah, life. Um, and if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And it's hard once you're in Ads Manager itself with a screen full of stats and figures in front of you to pull back and really ask, is this campaign working? Is it doing what I set out to do? Uh, and it's even harder sometimes to answer that question for yourself if you haven't had those goals clearly set out in the beginning. Now, we're not talking today about building a campaign in Ads Manager. We're not even opening Ads Manager. We're simply talking about planning your campaign from start to finish so that once you are in Ads Manager, you're ready to move through the practical steps of setting everything up quicker and easier. And also planning in advance means you've got something to refer back to in the future. This is something I do for every client and every campaign I work with. I get really clear on the campaign I'm running before I start building it out. And most ads managers that I know do exactly the same thing. So to help you, I've created a workbook and you can go and download that over on my website at alisonchristie.com. Just head to the freebies section and look for the Facebook ad campaign planner. If you can't find a link here, there should be one, but just in case there isn't, then yeah, the website and the freebie section is where you'll also find a link to the workbook itself. So what will you find in the workbook? Well, it's a fillable PDF, so you can open the PDF on your computer and fill in the boxes. You can print it out and use it and write on it as well if you find that's easier. Um, and we'll just kind of run through the workbook and what we're doing on each page. So you'll start uh, on the first page with a bit of an overview, a bit of market research and a bit of just jotting down the inspiration so you're clear mostly on the feel of your campaign. We're not jotting down, you know, clear objectives here like get 100 sales or anything like that. It's just an overview, a kind of a description of the um, first page, um, just setting out what you're really trying to achieve. Um, I find that works best for me. Just get that really clear overview and then dive in and fill out more detail. It's also really useful when it comes to coming back um, and reviewing campaigns. 
you'll know straight away from this first page exactly what it was that this campaign was about. So once we've got that clear, the next part is actually going straight to the end of the whole process and looking at the end result and what it is we're trying to achieve. Um, what's our overall objective for our ad campaign? Now, usually the end result is going to be sales of some kind, um, it's going to be sign-ups, it's going to be uh, page likes, it's, there's going to be something really clear that we can measure. Um, pencil in what you think your aim is at this point, but importantly, be prepared to come back and change it if you need to. You might find as you're going through the process of planning out a campaign that what you thought were your aim was your aim turns out not quite to be the same thing as your campaign is going to be. So that's where this process can really be help and getting that clarity so that when you are building your campaign, you start off with exactly um, knowing what it is that you want to achieve by the end. Um, now, this is where I can go off on a tangent, I guess, and get a bit annoyed with the whole ad hacker style of thing. I don't want you to put down an aim which is get 100 sales for less than a pound a sale or anything like that. I don't want you to kind of fall into that thing that you might well have seen, like I've seen um, you know, by getting a million sales, by spending a fiver on ads. I don't want that to be your aim here um, because all of those fail-proof systems and hidden secrets and promises of the moon on a stick are the type of things that end up meaning Facebook ad campaigns disappoint people, I think, sometimes because we can't quite get those amazing results that people try to sell you. Um, so basically here, your aim is to take a step back and plan out your goals and your campaign on the basis of your own business and what your own costs and what your own budget is. Um, so how are you going to measure achieving that aim? So if your aim is to get 100 sales, for example, how are you going to measure that by? So where are you looking in your ads to, to measure that? And what are you comparing your success against if you've got a previous campaign that you want to compare against? So last time you ran this um, course or membership or anything like that, you, you had 100 signups. So what are you aiming for this time? There's space in the workbook to record all of that at the beginning so you can be really clear on what your objectives are. Um, and I really think that taking this step back and just planning out your goals and your campaign means that it's all about your business and your costs and your own budget. It's not based on somebody that you read about online that got, you know, 100 sales for next to no pennies in ad spend or anything like that. Base it on what you know um, about your own business and your own costs. I tend to find that a lot of those big shiny object schemes have one thing that most business owners don't and that's the ability to scale. They have a really big following. They have hugely profitable affiliate schemes who reach their own large audience as well as having access to lots of other large audiences um, and they have small costs per product. So they've mastered the art of scaling and marketing and what they're asking you to buy into is as almost a kind of a fear. They're telling you the ads you run aren't good enough unless you can get them down to this 10 pence a sale or something like that. So they're kind of building on your fear that you're you're not getting it cheap enough or you're paying too much, etc. But what they really don't tell you is the very thing that they use to sell to you their fame, if you like, is the very thing you probably don't have. 
So you don't have that worldwide reputation of having this amazing product that will make you a million pounds in the next five minutes. Um, most people don't. So forget those shiny object sales tactics for now. You're really looking at your own business figures and your your own successes so far and how you're going to convert those into an ad campaign. Anyway, I did say I'd go off on a tangent. Um, Back to real business owners with real products and real services here. So we're looking at the end results you want to get from your ads. You're setting up your aim and how you're going to measure it. So what stats from your ads are going to be the most important to you? Is it going to be the cost per click through on a link? Is it going to be the cost per result? Is it going to be um, the number of page likes or the amount of page engagement or the number of downloads or a product or the number of signups or the number of purchases, etc. Get that goal clear um, and then you're already started on what objective is going to be the right one for you when it comes to building out your campaign and ads manager. Um, and there's space in the workbook so you can uh, record that as well. Once you know your goal, you're already um, ready to go. So we're on to your budget after that. You've got clear on your objectives. How much are you going to be spending and how are you setting your budget? Um, are you setting a lifetime budget? So maybe there's a campaign with a clear start and end date. You know how much you have to spend for that deadline. If there's you know an event or a date that sales close, for example, you know that you've got up until that day to run this campaign. Or maybe you're looking to build more of an evergreen campaign and you're setting a budget per day. It's just going to run every single day until you decide that you're going to switch it off. Setting that out in the workbook also helps you to get clearer on the spend you're going to make. Um, Now, deciding on a budget overall in the first place is a whole other topic and one that completely deserves a podcast episode all of its own. So that will be coming after this one. I have a budget planner you can download if it's not live yet. If you're listening really soon after this episode is released, well, I can tell you it'll be coming very soon. Um, In that budget planner, there's also a workbook and a spreadsheet that gives you a couple of different ways. One's simple and one's a little bit more complex, but still really easy to use, um, where you can plan how much you need to spend in ads to reach your goals. So budget for ad spend... I'll just give you a quick overview for now. It depends on all sorts of things. It depends on your own costs, your selling price, your net profit, your conversion rates, your website, um, your average cost to acquire a customer, etc, etc. There's a lot of moving parts in setting a budget. And I know that not everyone, particularly in the beginning or with a new product or service, has a complete handle on all of those costs in your business. So if you're really not sure what budget you want to start with for your ads and you just want to start somewhere, start with committing £10 per day. In ad ad spend terms, that is not a big budget at all, but it is enough for you to start testing and get a feel for where you go from there. And that leads me nicely on to the next part of the ad campaign plan and workbook. So how are you going to split that budget? So what are we talking about in splitting a budget? Well, we're talking about different part, different stages in your campaign, I guess. So if you have enough budget um, 
to reach the majority of your audience um, with your ads initially, then how much are you going to leave in the pot to then retarget them at the end? So let's say you concentrate most of your monthly budget, say 75%-ish, depends on your business. So this is really a bit of a ballpark figure. Um, so, but let's just say, uh, for as an example, we're going to spend 75% on reaching audiences with ads in the first place. We're looking to engage new people. We're re- looking to reach people who've engaged with us in some way already and who know something about your business. Depends, of course, always on what your aim is to achieve with ads. But let's say with that 75%, you're hopefully going to have enough in your pot to get enough of a percentage of people to take the action that you want. And with the rest of your pot, that 20-25%, we're going to keep that back for some basic retargeting. So being able to reach the people who have engaged with your ad, who have clicked on your link, who have viewed your website, who have added something to a cart but not purchased, etc. Now we're covering retargeting in much more detail in a future podcast episode, so watch out for that. But for now, as you work through the workbook, at least you have some idea of how you're going to reach most of your audience initially, knowing that only a small proportion of them, let's say less than 5%, are going to take any action. And we're leaving a little bit in our pot um, to reach them again in the ad campaign process. So, so far we've got clear on objectives and on budget. So what's next in planning our campaign um, is defining our audience and getting clear on who is in the audience, and just as importantly, who is not in our audience. Now, in our audience, knowing who we want to reach and who we don't want to reach are both really important. For example, you might not want to spend your money on delivering an ad to existing customers, or you might want to deliver an ad to your email list, um, or and not anyone else. Or you might want to deliver an ad to your Instagram or your Facebook audience, for example. So audiences are another area we're going to cover in lots of detail in future episodes. There are so many fantastic audiences you can create that can really help you target the right people. And that can be from uh, how long someone spent on your website. So you're targeting the people who've spent the most time on your website through to lookalike audiences who perhaps are people who look like your website visitors and that they have similar characteristics and similar interests so chances are they might also be interested in your products or services Um, or uploading customer lists you have from email lists or elsewhere and creating your own interest-based audience as well um, where you're setting out the types of things that people might be interested in Um, And you're also setting out the types of things that people will definitely not be interested in. So that can, um, they're all possible types of audiences and more importantly, they're all useful types of audiences that will help your ads to reach the right people. So once we've looked at those audiences and defined who is in our audiences and who is not in our audiences, which you can jot down in the workbook, uh, we're then ready to move on to the ads themselves. So the art of writing copy for ads is not the same as writing copy for a blog or for a website page or for a course, etc. You have to take into account Facebook's ad policies, of course, 
and you have to know the type of things you are and aren't allowed to do. Now, you can find Facebook's ad policies uh, on their website. Um, There'll be a link to that in the blog that goes along with this podcast too. And honestly, if you take a little bit of time to read through the Facebook ad policies, you do get a good feel for the type of ad copy they are looking to see. I've got some tips for you over in the workbook. Uh, But for now, just know that focusing on the positives is always a good approach. So what's the good outcome for the person that engages with your ad? What's the happy ending that your ad is aiming for? Is it going to make people feel generally good about themselves? Uh, Even if you're touching on a pain point, um, are you following that up with a vibe of I have a solution, I have something that's going to help, I have something that's going to make it better. Um, I have something you can do right now by taking this action that is a step in the right direction. Now, obviously, all of that needs to be without making misleading or sensationalist claims because that is completely against Facebook ad policies. But it's that kind of balance between Making nobody wants to feel bad about themselves when they read things on social media in a social media scroll. So you have to be encouraging people to to take some action or to do the thing that you want the ad to achieve um, without going too far and saying, you know, I'm going to make you lose, I don't know, six stone in the next five minutes. Um, you can't make sensationalist claims, but at the same time, you can... Um, encourage people towards a positive outcome. You can let them know that there's a positive outcome here. You can tell them so-and-so did this and they are now, you know, have success or they now have the positive outcome they were looking for. It worked for them. So it kind of gives people that positivity and that uh, ideal, I guess, that this can work for them too. Um, so start strong in your copy is another tip that I just mentioned on the uh, workbook as well. And what I mean by that is get to the point quickly of what your ad is about. You don't have many characters at the beginning that people are going to see in some uh, placements for your ad. So you need to engage people quickly and get them to read more of your ad. Now, a really good tip here from a writer friend of mine is to write out your ad copy and then try to remove as many words as you can from the first couple of sentences while still retaining your meaning and the emotion that you want to get across. So that might be urgency, that might be uh, happy endings, etc. So try and remove as many unnecessary words as you can, but still keep the emotion and keep the meaning of what you want to say. What you want to say needs to make sense. It also needs to engage an emotion in as few words as possible. That tip can really help you to remove the waffly words and the things that you just don't need at the very beginning. The whole point of the very beginning of a Facebook ad is really to get people to read a little bit more. That's all it needs to do at that point. Um, There's also space in the workbook for you to write out your headlines, uh, write out your ad copy and a few different styles for your ad copy. Using the same sort of style in your headlines and short descriptions, you've only got three to five words um, to use in your uh, short descriptions. So again, it just needs to be short and sharp and to the point. And once you've done all of that, Um, You've essentially planned out an entire ad campaign on paper 
you've got it for the future so you can replicate this campaign again. You know what you were trying to achieve. You know the audiences you were targeting. You know the type of language you were aiming to use all before you've got into Facebook itself um, and started to build out your campaign. And there's just one final stage and that's just really to define the stats you're going to measure a little bit more so you know what to check on once your ads are actually running. So how are you going to monitor them? Jot these down here and then you know what you're looking for in your campaign and you know what you're measuring your success against. So you're going to just jot down the types of stats that you're measuring and then your space for you to jot down whether you're measuring them on day one, day three, day five. So how often are you going to uh, check in on them so that you make sure you're always kind of keeping a consistent time frame as well. And you know what you're measuring success against. So each day when you check in, are you reaching or climbing towards your target? Um, if not, what's your next steps going to be? Are you going to switch your campaign off? Are you going to try a different creative or change your copy? Or what is what is your next step once you get to the stage of needing to make changes? Which inevitably will happen because that is the nature of Facebook ads or any paid ad campaigns. But actually, once you've done it a few times, it's a much faster and more effective way to plan campaigns. And it gives you that set of info to refer back to time and again, as I've said. It also makes it easier to replicate similar campaigns in the future. You've got a blueprint um, for the future and that's always a time saver. So I think that's probably enough for today on campaign planning. But remember, you can go download your own workbook uh, and jot down your own notes and that will help you plan out your campaigns. And you can get that over on my website, alisonchristie.com. And you can just work through this in your own time. Um, let me know how you got on using the workbook too. We'd love to know if it's helpful to you. If you'd like to see something else added into the workbook that, that would help you. Uh, you to make better plans let me know that too always happy to refine things and make changes and as always let me know if you found the podcast useful and if you've any topics you'd like to learn more about in facebook ads pinterest or email marketing let me know those too just dm me on instagram or facebook or even twitter um and then yeah we can chat there but for this episode uh, thank you so much for listening i hope it's been useful and bye for now. You've just been listening to the Smarter Online Marketing Podcast with Alison Christie. If you've enjoyed listening, I'd really appreciate your review. And don't forget to head over to alisonchristie.com for lots more tips, free content and downloads to help you get smarter with your online marketing. And don't forget to subscribe for weekly updates. Music